Art Talk, a place where artists talk about art things and stuff about creativity to help you do art stuff too. All right. Back for another podcast, Mitch. Have we ever doubled up with two people? No. No, we haven't. You just had somebody before? Yeah, we had another Sean. We had another Sean. He's a photographer. Absolute legend too. We're just talking about all things creative yeah this is my first guest yeah <laughs> what's yeah. your what's your big crazy introduction then oh I, I, I don't like intros and this is john has a podcast of his own and totally different we just get in here and start talking yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no real introduction that and works. we don't really ever know what we're talking about either <laughs> that works welcome back to another episode of art talk we have john marsh in the booth today and which and you just met so i'd love for you to hear a little bit about your story cool well thanks for having me it's great to meet you guys and see the space i think we will start with what you're up to these days we've created a club and sort of what your outlook and what you're sort of doing in life and then i'd love to jump back to your backstory because you have an epic mm-hmm. origin story okay so we run create a club which is a uh, business coaching program we work with coaches and creative business owners yeah so some of them are physical movement coaches and we'll kind of touch back on that with the story a bit and others mindset coaches we've got brand consultants designers architects basically they're very similar in how they're working they're across all aspects of their business they have to produce they have to market they have to sell or enroll most of them have between just themselves or up to two to three people and well i mean we're only seven months in yeah so it's fairly new we were just talking about it the other day this is kind of like the thing now it's been coaching for the last sort of four years and then from 2018 going backwards was all small business for about 10 years yeah i'm also part of creator club and i freaking love it i was gonna say john <laughs> you sound way too professional for us <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I love it. I yeah. love it. Take us back because I think part of the interesting part of that is, is your, your story and how you got there because you sort of really facilitate people like me and you've bring so much positivity and, and structure and process to my life. I'm still working on it, but... It's a constant work in progress. Yeah, man, but, you know? you know, John had a program previous called APA and it's sort of... Creative Club seems to be like version 2.0. And for me, it really filled in so many gaps for me. I'd come back from overseas and I'd done all this work overseas. And at that point in my journey, creative resistance was was such a huge thing for me. We talked with Sean about putting your work out there. I had so many things that I wanted to put out there and I just never wanted to see the light of day i'd finish it or it would it would remain almost finished and then i'd just like drop it and one day i'd wake up and i just didn't want to do anymore you know i just for sure the motivation had gone and i joined john's first program and it helped me get through creative resistance and i i kind of always feel like john's created the next program for where i'm at because <laughs> now he's created this creator club that's how it's meant to feel though, yeah. right? but i think the beauty is is your story and hearing where you've come from because a lot of the creatives that we've had on so far are really like they're artists and john's like landed in that space coaching people like that but has a probably a different sort of start of the journey than than most so i'd love to hear that Mm, yeah so there was a time at school i remember leaving school it was like i'm going to go to uni right and my older sister had gone to the states and i was going to come to australia we grew up in new zealand i was 17 at the time and it was between am i going to go do art or am i going to go do science or something else and my dad, he's a physicist and we sat on it and like all, you know, kids who don't really know what they're doing, you look at the like, 
you know, the booklets to make your decision or whatever. So I'm, I ended up in engineering, came over here for engineering. So my my kind of like training or whatever was very analytical. Yeah. Uh, I drew, I spray painted surfboards and I, I love that. I just didn't have any sort of understanding of like what you, you could possibly do with this. Yeah. So I went into engineering, worked up here at Boeing afterwards with the F-18s and then worked in building services design and a lot of analytical stuff. And then eventually left corporate and i was like i didn't have a job i was into triathlon at the time i was about 23 and i was walking down the road and a dude was moving his little retail shop which sold running shoes i was like do you need some help because i you know i was looking for part-time work and i was training to go to this this race in hawaii and uh, he's like you can help me move boxes and so i came back the next day he's paying me cash to move boxes and he's like, do you want to hang around? I'll teach you sales. I was like, okay. And so I got a foot in the door of small business and it was lucky that he was running it properly. Like he, he was really good at sales. He was really good at what he did. He's big in the community. And I started to see, hold on, like marketing, creativity, sales, communication, like everything's wrapping together here and I get to have a, like a finger in all of those different pies. And there's a bit of maths and numbers, but there's heaps of creativity and there's lots of freedom. And so that kicked it off. That was like, we ended up opening our own store and uh, that went for a while, sold it and then the gym and then sold that. And yeah, yeah, sort of continued from there. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I had the same fork in the road as you, right? So, and quite literally the same. I was surfing like crazy, at, you know, at this time. And Paul Parks, local shaper, he was like, can you come out and do my surfboard design, spray surfboards and shit? And I was like, fuck yeah, dream job, 100 bucks cash a day. I was frothing. And on the other hand, I had my dad. I come from a family of engineers. My pop was a, an architect, family owned business, Rosefsky Engineers. My dad was a draftsman engineers everywhere and dad's like you need to do this thing like this is what we're doing so mm. i had the i had the spraying surfboards too or the engineer thing and for me it was like i just need to do what is going to make me happy and mm. i knew that the engineer path for me even though i could probably learn it it was just never gonna be that for me so yeah yeah, it's funny how we're kind of on that same journey. And yeah, yeah. and I, I didn't have a mathematical brain at all. Yeah. Could not function in that space. So, yeah, it's interesting to see that. It's super interesting. And thinking back, like, I think maybe one of my mates stayed in engineering. The rest of them went to finance and whatever else. But the degree was super cool. Like, learning what we learned, you know, fluid dynamics. And I loved it. It's just that they don't actually give you insight into... The fact that you'll be you know 10 years behind a spreadsheet mm, so course. yeah so then you get that second thing which is like the learning's really cool but then the industry is a different thing that you don't really know about and it's great for some people but then others like you know i remember sitting behind a, a screen like just all day and then i saw a koala crossing the road it was up here at williamstown i was like man that koala is more free than i am i can't even go outside yeah once that clicked it was like all right that was the sign. Yeah, the end's coming. Art Talk. We talk art here and we create it at MitchRevs.com. So I want to know how you get to a point where you identify as a business coach because for me that just seems so far mm. from where I am and I try and figure, all right, if, if I want to be a business coach, how the hell do you even find yourself there? That's yeah. crazy and awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's a good question. So the way it unfolded was when we had the second business, which was a gym down in Melbourne that's still going down there. I started to run retreats 
and there were five day unplugged it was like meditation and movement and mindset stuff and we were getting all these business owners on them really cool people and they left these retreats like blown away and i thought like i didn't know if these were going to work it was like we we took everyone's phones away put them in a bag and we did all this stuff and I was like, I don't know if these are going to, you know, be really good or not. I had done some of that stuff myself, but I didn't know how they'd respond. And anyway, they saw great results. And then one time, an electrical contractor guy came on one. And afterwards, he's like, got me into their business. And we, we talked about sort of mindset and where they were at. And I came into it. I didn't know, like I had run our businesses, but I wasn't business coaching or anything. I just came and listened to them. And uh, we talked a lot about stress and we talked about just uh, communication between them and how they were scheduling their day and how strung out they were. And then therefore how strung out the whole team was They had about 25 guys. And they were like, can you work with us? And I did this sort of makeshift 12 week program with them. Kind of made it up, like as we went, it was all around this. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I told him that, like, you know, look, I can, we can put this together. This is what I think it would look like. I'll drive out to your business once every two weeks, I think it was. And it was amazing. They were like, this is this is really good. They continued to work with us as long as we had that business down there. So when we sold the gym, people started to contact me individually. Uh, totally out of the blue like hey i'd love some help with our gym with our business and i'm getting it or i'm getting into coaching i'm getting into these things and i know you've done that before and i'm pretty stressed at the moment could we talk and i'd run a one-to-one program and i said look you know if i can if I, i think we need a group i think people need to it's not about me it's about people also meeting each other and so I thought, if I can put this together, I'll let you know. And I came, went away and designed a, a program. And it was all business owners. What happened was over that period, I just came to see how all of this stuff from the, the past 10 years through running business could help others who were in a similar part of that journey for them. And it was definitely not a self-proclaimed thing like hey you know i did a course and i'm a business coach or anything and some of the businesses that i work with are way further ahead than where i am Mm -hmm. and you know i sit with them and the process is the same there's a lot of there's a lot of questions a lot of curiosity there's some insights that i might have for these guys Mm -hmm. but a lot of it is just getting them to shine a light on where they're at and getting clear on what they need and then if i can help them and step in with them then we do it crazy it's just like the simplicity of mind mapping and like that's exactly what happens for me when i go and catch up with my business coach or mentor it's like i almost know when i'm going there i'm like fucking hell i already know all these things but i don't have the time to sit down and have a conversation with myself about what it is that i'm struggling with yeah and guaranteed every time i leave with a smile on my face and the picture's so clear you know and it really does start with just putting everything down onto a page and yeah, good on you, man. Like that must feel really good to be able to give people that advice and walk away knowing that you're bettering not only their business, but their day. That's rad. Mm, it's cool, man. I think, you know, I remember setting up that first business and scrambling. Like, you know how it is like at the beginning, you just, you know, you put everything you've got into this business. You don't know if it can work. 
And I remember the tipping point where it was working. It was like, you know, it was like this could actually fly. It was the, a retail store. And that's what I love when we work with early stage, which is a lot of people like it is hard. That's the hardest time. It's way easier to work when somebody's built and they want to continue to build There's momentum. But when it's a new business and you're shifting like all that resistance and you're you're trying to find the processes and get that all clear. And then once you get those breakthroughs and there's that little bit of a tipping point and momentum, that's the bit that I love because that's freedom from the job they didn't want or freedom mm -hmm. from whatever else. It's all about that independence and that resilience that you build in that first stage like mm. that's tough magic yeah the magic happens how does your art talk email sean at mitchrevs.com one of the stories i'd like to tell about you john is is that i've probably known you now probably three years how long have you been in newcastle yeah yeah into 20 into 2018 yeah cool so going on three three years and i signed up for john's mailing list when i first met him and i th i think i've had an email from him every day since i, I have you missed a day in that time at all I may have. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, hold on a second. Uh, do, you, do you want an email every day? Yeah, I usually yeah. unsubscribe yeah, from that yeah. shit. What's well, in the emails? You, you, well, it's, it's in, for me, it's inherently a creative process, right? Sure. And it's, 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 it's about creativity. It's about business ownership. It's about entrepreneurship. It's, it's everything All within this stuff. space. It's, it's, it's our podcast, but, but in written form. And I know that John definitely has some, some good points and, and strong views around, yeah, like resilience, grit and, and volume, you know, capacity. And I think where I'd like to, to go with this conversation is, you know, we have a lot of artists and people that are in the space of creativity. I and mean, we've talked a little bit about social media and social platforms and posting regularly. But John's someone that's lived that and is now, you know, uh, has a has a full full program of people and has made the sale from doing the work. And so I'd just love to, to hear, yeah, what you have to say around capacity and, and grit, essentially, and, and how it is that you've written 400, like a thousand blog posts over, over the last couple of years. Yeah, I think it's probably around 1800 now. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> when I owned the gym, I started to write these blogs. I learned it from, I listened to a Seth Godin podcast. He's like, you know, everyone should write a blog. Um, and I'm into experimentation, so I was like, all right, Seth, I'll try that. And so I set up a blog. I start writing about what I was seeing in the gym. You know, people training or not getting results or getting results. And I would just ask people at the gym, hey, do you want to sign up to my blogs? And they're like, yep. And so slowly it would grow. And then I realized, hey, when I'm writing these things, i got to write one tomorrow. So now I've got to feed the brain. i got to feed... Like I got to start to pay attention because I got to write about something. What am I going to write about? Like, what did I see? What was a story? What was a, you know, was something I learned? So what ends up happening is the output, having the, the, the process of the output absolutely transforms how you see things, what you're doing, because all of a sudden you're no longer hoarding information you're processing it, running it through your stories, your life, and then you're sharing it out there again. And that opened up workshops, then that opened up coaching, then that opened up the program. Everything came back to writing those first few emails. Mm. Storytelling. Yeah. Yeah, stories. It's and a gateway. Yeah. And so that's, you know, I'm a big, 
I'm a big volume person. Yeah. I, I think that you just cannot replace time and, and volume and consistency over time. Yeah. It's great to have a perfect idea of what something's going to look like. But once you've done those thousand repetitions, then you can hang your hat on it. You got a, you know, you've got a base. And mm. um, I found that to be very important with small business, you know. How does that resonate with you, Mitch? Because you're quite a prolific artist. You've done a lot of work, you know, like a couple of hundred pieces, you know, and so volume and repetition, something that's coming to your work. Does that hit for you as well? It does. The thing I'm thinking about that question is more so like your blogging and writing is a form of creativity. And Sean's saying you haven't missed a day. There's days where I don't create and I kind of beat myself up about that because... I feel like I'm going through a bit of a block and I, I don't want to just create garbage, you know? And I guess my question for you out of that, if you're okay with that, is like, is there days where you write and it feels forced? Are you doing it because you 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 can't miss a day? You can't let the, the, the people down? It's a great question. The way- don't lie, mate. Yeah. Don't lie. <laughs> I'll, I'll start with the fact that I know a lot of crap has gone out because I've seen it. <laughs> and if I go back and look at those first 200, I'm sure they're no good. But the agreement that I make is I I try to let all that go. And so, yeah, sometimes I don't feel like it. But by doing it anyway, I think what's happening over time is now I can sit down and I'm, you know, I sit down for probably 12 to 15 minutes and the writing's improved. And it's easier. And so the average is climbing. Awesome. And so I don't really look at it. I, I sometimes think of it in terms of hundreds. And so often I'll talk to someone on their social media, they're getting into social media, and they're so locked up just around posting. It's so scary. Like, what are people going to do? And they'll do one post and it'll get whatever, 20 likes, or it'll get zero, whatever. And there's so much dependence on the outcome of what happens to that one post. And it's like, if you're going to build a business, we can't hang the hat on one post like we're talking we're talking a couple of years here to build something so the concept is thinking about it in terms of hundreds so do a hundred of them and then reflect in on what you've learned and how it's gone and do another hundred do mm. another hundred and so yeah for sure there's times it feels forced there's times it's rubbish there's times that i just do it but it's like i'll like you know i'll go oh, this is no good and i'll send it anyway mm. because if I let it go the other way for me, the chances are there could be a week where it doesn't feel good. Then I haven't done the work, right? Sure. So, yeah, I, I get what you're saying and I, I feel that for sure. I only ask because I wanted to make sure you're human. You know, because <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of the time, like people will see a, a business coach or a mentor as, as someone that's at the top of the mountain, right? For someone like you that is always pushing your own boundaries and trying to learn, do you have a mentor or a business coach? Yeah, I, I look to a few people. So I have like copywriting mentors. I'm in masterminds. I have a mindset guy that I talk to regularly. And I'm constantly learning, mm -hmm. constantly talking to people, reaching out. One of the guys that I coach, I'll often ask him for help as well. He's further ahead in business. There's never a closure. It's a the way I look at it is like we're all a we're all a process that's unfolding. Mm -hmm. We're constantly learning and what I think about certain business things this year versus last year's changed. The market's changed. We're in a culture that we've never seen this before, you know, so we're all constantly 
learning and adapting. I'm hungry, like I'm constantly magical. Used, used to, yeah. yeah. So what you're trying to gain here is knowledge, right? Like you just want to be the you want to be the thesaurus, the, the dictionary of <laughs> of it all. I wouldn't say of it all. I think. Yeah, it's like, how can I help this specific group of people Mm. move forward in this specific way and find this freedom and independence and this ability to do the thing that they want to do and to grow this business? Mm. So it's not like I can't really, I mean, I can sit down at a table with big companies and I can sit down at a table with different people and listen to them, but I don't have that trenches experience with a lot of industries. So I've only got a really, it's kind of a narrow band that I work in and that's where I'm effective. And that's where, you know, I can hopefully pitch in. I wouldn't say definitely all knowledge or anything like that. There's so much out there, you know, like I look at so many other industries and blown away by what they do and art. You know, I love watching what's going on with NFTs and what's going (laughs) on with painting and music. I've got, you know, friends who are DJs and producers and all of that stuff. I love watching. I, I can't really, you know... I can't really do anything in there, but I just love to learn it and, you know, absorb it. Art Talk. We talk art here and we create it at MitchRevs.com. All of this brings us to what you're working on now and the, the, the end goal, or not end goal because it's never finished, but I guess all of this blog writing over the last couple of years has come to a point where you're currently working on a book and... I know that we had a workshop a couple of weeks ago, which was about world building. And I have a little theory that some of that content might may, may be some of the present, presentation of the some content in the book. Is that accurate to say or? No. No. Oh, that's, damn it. That's, that's going to be book three. Oh, book three. <laughs> so wow. he's, he's already. <laughs> I think that, that's looking like, look, looking like a book. Three. So hang on. You don't even have book one yet? Book one's, book one's done. We're, book- we're printing. But you're already on book three. Well, I've got ideas for book two that's firm. So the, the way that that happened was <laughs> you get to the end of the book, right? Like you finish it. And it, most like, people take a rest. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm like, if I, if I sit around and I go, oh, that was great job. Like, you know, and I'll print it, which is, you know, that's happening now. But I'm like, well, I have this great process going. Why wouldn't I just start again? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, start on the next one. So that's that's the way I kind of think about it. And yeah, the world building stuff, super cool. And that's, that's I think, still a couple of books away that needs some more time. Would you want to give us a what you can tell us version of, of what your book's going to look like? A little abridged version. Mm. Yeah. So this, this book is basically, uh, it's called All In. So it's basically the, it's like, a, it's like a guidebook or a handbook for new coaches and creative business owners. So it's throwing away all of the Facebook guru, like hypey sort of stuff and going back to back to the basics of what you really need to be thinking about if you want to create a sustainable small business in those fields. So it could be mindset coaching, movement coaching, personal trainers, uh, brand and design, any of these things where you're the one person, you've got a skill set and a passion and you know you might be starting to set up social media accounts and thinking about a website and have a few clients of referrals but you want to turn pro on it and you want to have systems in place you want to know how a website actually works what it does how to set up email marketing and basically we just step through these five stages really simply and break it down and kind of simplify things so that people have a 
you know, uh, an understanding and a vocabulary around business and they feel confident in what they're doing in that next step. Mm. I feel like I could benefit from that. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Awesome. When When's that coming out? I want to say... We're going to be late December. Late December. Yeah. Let's pick a date right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm. It's. It's. I'm waiting for a call back today on the from the printers. Yeah. So it, it depends a little bit, but it it'll be plus or minus a week or two. Yeah. 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 That's awesome, man. And then you'll be author. Add that to the list. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of the thing, isn't it? Like you you can do these things, and then you get to call yourself that thing, and then that changes how you see yourself. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. 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 It means you so. can charge more money too. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, sick. Yeah. Well, I think we hit a lot of the points that I wanted to hit, except for the fact that I've I've just not been able to talk to this podcast. And Mitch had he's gone all shy yeah. because he's so excited for you to come in. Yeah. <laughs> One thing he did talk about, which we haven't, is he said you look like fucking. Wolverine under that jacket <laughs> and I want I want evidence and I also want to see the one arm chin up <laughs> oh, I don't know if I still got that oh he says that he no. says that now he, uh, last time he said that he punched, punched it out straight away <laughs> no, I don't know I don't know too much too much writing I might have it have to check I don't know so if someone like me wants to basically come and see you mm-hmm. or you know learn more about it how, how do we go about it where do we find you man yeah it's a great question go to creatorclub.link and that's kind of where you can see what we do and then there's a bunch of resources there that are free and podcasts so we put out a lot of stuff and the way it tends to work is people will get you know a bunch of value and listen to how we roll and the way we think and then if that feels good then it's you know reach out and we can have a talk and see if we can plug those socials yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I'm I'm not a great social guy, but <laughs> I'm on there. Creator Club at creatorclub.link. Yeah. Yeah, or John T. Marsh. We'll yeah. put all that in the description where the where the link goes up anyway. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are going to get some really good value out of that, myself in, myself included. Yeah, and it is Newcastle based. We're here. There's there's a bunch of us. I I think you'd be find me saying Britney's partners in the in the group that's Johnny Conquest yeah Benny Conquest is in there with me yeah, lots right. of value good fun cool people and thank you so much for coming and spending time with us today John oh thanks for having me <laughs> that awesome. was rad thank you Art Talk with Mitch Revs and Sean Wood paying us a five star review on iTunes